Let's hear some of that movie chat. Credits roll by and I tip my hat. Credits roll by, wanna know more right away. Let's have some of that movie chat. Credits roll by, tell me who did that. Life in the credits is where I wanna play. Welcome to Life in the Credits. This is the show where we learn about entertainment by chatting with people who work in the industry. I'm Susan. And I'm Ben. And today we're discussing the film Videodrome. And joining us today is our special guest, Ruslan. So welcome, Ruslan. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Ruslan. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, hello. Nice to see you, hear you. <laughs> nice to meet you, basically. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for jumping on today. So can you tell us a little bit about what you do in the entertainment world? Well, actually, I'm a CEO of a startup called Feel New Stage. We create a platform for movie pre-production our goal is to kind of democratize the industry and help uh, people spend less time on manual labor and routine and spend more time on creativity that's our mission awesome Excellent. yeah that's great can you tell us a little bit about the um, product specifically or the project specifically like how it works so basically we created a new generation film pre-production platform our idea is to bring the best and the latest technologies to filmmakers because not all of them are like hardcore tech fans or, ex- yeah. or experts. We see it every day. So we started with a very specific task called script breakdown. Basically, it's a process when you just break your script down and mm-hmm. kind of extract all the valuable information out of like cast, like props, location details, et cetera, et cetera. And it's a quite manual task, usually a long story because you're feature film be something around 100 pages long or more right it takes anything from a couple of days to a couple of weeks just to extract everything and prepare for the next step so we decided it's a good task for machine learning mm-hmm. we trained our custom model to perform exactly that task and in fact we can uh do script breakdown instead of weeks in a couple of minutes then wow. it's your yeah quite quite prominent then uh, you can review modify Based on on this input, you can do anything else like uh, build your schedule, start to plan your budget, start to build your references, like decide visual aesthetics and et cetera, et cetera. It's, uh, we're at, at the beginning of that journey, but we have high hopes and we are here to help you. Awesome. Yeah. And that sounds like, cause like in, in making a movie, like time is money, right? The more time you have to spend on a task, like yes. the more it's going to cost you. So anything that helps speed that up sounds like it'd be really helpful exactly especially in the modern world where we have uh, streamings we have really versatile not really big productions when money is every time is everything yeah you don't have you don't have endless hollywood budgets anymore you need to be really wise with your money and your resources yeah definitely Excellent. Is it uh, software? Is that what it is when people can just download it? Or is it available online? To uh... It's available online. It's a web platform. Perfect. So basically, Google filmusestage.com. I guess we will put everything in the description. Yeah. So yep. it's a web, okay. web, web application of a platform. Whatever. You basically register, start your trial and okay. give it a shot. Awesome. Cool. So can you tell us how you ended up in this field, like in the film tech field? Oh, nice, nice word, film tech, film tech that's how yeah. we love to, love to <laughs> yeah. call it. Thank you, yeah. Susan. Well, uh, I graduated Tech University back to 2012 in Minsk, Belarus. Uh, I was working for different companies and mostly software companies. Okay. Uh, I got bored to death with that because, uh, <laughs> you know, on this corporate office life, it's not really fun because... Pff, 
I'm a punk rocker, I'm an outcast at the same time. I'm mm. a musician, I'm a hardcore music fan since, I don't know, childhood probably. Yeah. So always looking for something, well, different. So building your own business, starting something on your own, it looks like the perfect match. It's hard as yeah. hell. Yeah. I hope it will pay back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we discussed before the show about majority to the US. So mm-hmm. right after the show, uh, right after the my return from the US, from beautiful Chicago, I decided to just look around and start to try to find and figure out anything, get some spare money, you know, some free time and yeah. get some kind of vacation. I met my friend from the university who decided to drop the university on the second year or something like that. And he became a filmmaker. So okay. he was making movies basically for eight years by then, something wow. like that. So yeah. it, and he and he also just came back from his journey to the US when he was working in LA, um, pardon, mm-hmm. in San Francisco on different sets. Yeah. He was he had been forced to spend much more time than he expected because he was <laughs> robbed in Tenderloin. Uh, those okay. guys they just left everything in the car, like oh. in the trunk, like everything money documents equipment literally everything and decided to hop for like 15 minutes to the next blues or jazz bar i, I don't remember of course everything was stolen oh no oh, that's awful yeah quite fun story actually <laughs> <laughs> police didn't didn't do anything because okay went under law and who cares that's why he stayed in the u.s igor the ceo of the company by the way he stayed in the u.s for three or something like that more months and uh, basically been working on different sets yeah. of Arise Productions and it was his chance to dive deeper into the processes yeah. and understand how old school, how manual, how ineffective you guys, filmmakers, I'm sorry, do your <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, when he came back, we accidentally met and just started to he already got the idea that we can somehow use machine learning yeah. and neural networks to try to solve some, do something better. And we yeah. started to develop, basically. So I invited my other friend, Andre, who is the third co-founder of the company. So three of us, Igor, Andre, and me, uh, the core team, the co-founders, we are all developers. Basically, we create and control like 80 90% of database, so everything done custom by our hands. Uh, so yeah, I always wanted to do something for cinema land, you know. Yeah. I hope it will become our ticket to the magic world. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. That's a cool story. Um, how long have you guys been um operating for? Well, we started to do things back to end of 2018. We registered the company. In 2020, yeah, uh, and the project was launched a year and a half ago, in 2021, somewhere late yeah. spring, mm-hmm. let's say. So, not long ago, actually. Excellent, yeah. very cool. So, your title for the company is Chief Technology Officer, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that means? Like, what your day to day is like? Basically, I'm responsible for the technology stack. I kind of decide what we're going to use, how we're going okay. to build the whole system. So 
how our infrastructure will look like. I I'm, I'm I need to make sure that everything is secure, okay. everything is ready for loads, ready, everything is you know works well together because mm-hmm. modern application, especially when you launch something based, it's a quite complex system, and you yeah. just need to make sure everything works together as expected. Okay. Interesting. So, as someone who does not work with I mean, I work with technology, but does not, you know, I'm not a developer or programmer. What is machine learning and how does it work? Well, machine learning is a quite wide topic, actually. It's a, basically it's a concept that we can uh, use algorithms to recreate particular animal or human behavior in particular, mm-hmm. like uh, computer vision or image generation or text trans- translation or text to audio generation or even text to image generation or it's basically it's endless there are yeah. various topics in this area so machine learning you basically train the machine to perform quite complex tasks which was not very it, it became it was really something impossible back to 70s let's say the first uh, scientific works for machine learning started to appear in the late 80s as far as i remember Mm. so it's quite interesting that um, the concept is really simple so the idea is that using very simple building blocks pretty much like in a human brain like human brain is made of neurons and neuron is a really simple cell with multiple inputs in multiple outputs so basically um, depending on the input signal and the combination, it generates the output signal. And uh, in the computer world, we're trying to recreate something the same with the same kind of the same building blocks. We create a really complex system made of billions uh, blocks and connections. And when you train it, it becomes good enough and proficient enough to perform complex tasks mm-hmm. yeah and come like way faster than we can do it by hand usually sometimes well, yeah yeah, yeah that's definitely. the goal <laughs> so when you were starting out this business with your friend um was there anything that came up that you didn't really expect that you were kind of surprised by all the time you know we yeah. were thinking about okay <laughs> we're starting the startup so we're going to be like millionaires in a year or something right. like that <laughs> not yet <laughs> soon <laughs> Soon, yeah. Were there any challenges uh, that you guys did not foresee with uh, with the technology, or you know, even outside of the technology, just with the business side of things? It's quite hard to make people kind of trust in you when, especially when you came out of nowhere, mm. uh, to to make them actually force them to use your solution, even yeah. give it a try. Yeah. Especially in this industry where everyone is super old school. Mm-hmm. Yeah really used to the tools that they have yeah and at the union here at the guilds where everyone is dictated their own rules at the bigger players like studios Mm. it's really difficult Mm -hmm. but somehow we are kind of you know breaking this wall slowly but uh, constantly yeah i imagine like once you get that first client then they can kind of, one, it gives you, it makes you look more credible because you're like, no, we're working with this person, we're working with this filmmaker. But then I imagine they start telling other people like, hey, this thing made my job way easier and you guys should check it yeah. out. Like, <laughs> I, Exactly. Yeah. I remember I remember that very evening when I was on a call with the guy from Argentina, I believe, and I was 
basically telling him how to use the the app the platform yeah and i and i and i all the time was asked so are you going to buy it you know yeah <laughs> and when and when he actually but the money i was super happy to yeah. see yeah. like 40 it was like 40 40 dollars but mm-hmm. you know mean it means a lot yeah yeah i mean yeah any any kind of connection and you gotta start somewhere that's awesome mm-hmm. well so far this is a question we just like to ask all our guests do you have any moments so far that are like a really favorite moment or just a, like an unbelievable moment where you're like oh i can't believe this happened or i can't believe you know this is what my job is right now yeah yeah my favorite moment was uh during the last berlin film festival this yeah. February. It was full online because of COVID and the uh, lockdown and everything. It right. was still harsh in Germany, yeah. so everything was online, and okay. we had a uh, online panel discussion. Oh, cool! And cool. one of our users uh, apparently was uh, Roger Christian, who was who was an original set uh, decorator of Star Wars trilogy mm-hmm. and Alan. You probably know about him. Okay. So we invited him as a guest to nice. basically tell people. So basically, during the discussion, tell about his experience using our app and tools and how it helped him, whatever. So we can expect like maybe five minutes, not very deep speech about our right. stuff. And and he started, uh, okay, and he started his speech. It was it, And it was like 15 minutes in a row, just validating the idea and telling how cool is that, how we helped him to get us himself prepared for his next project he kind of wow. remaking you're making his black angel short movie from the 80s and how cool is to have these technologies like that and so on and so on it was really a moment of pride for us yeah that's awesome that's um, very very cool so our film festival is a big way for you to get the word out about your product yes yes okay. we are planning to visit a bunch in europe um, okay. in 2023 Maybe a few in the US. Hope to see everyone interested in film station the technologies in on one of the film festivals in Europe. Yeah. Well, and that makes it makes a lot of sense because I feel like especially indie movies would benefit because they can't afford to hire right. someone for two weeks to break down Absolutely. a script. So that's yes, yes, yes. Out of the question. So either they're getting someone to do it for free or they're doing it in all their free time, or like this seems like a perfect product for your you know, I think you said at the mm-hmm. beginning, it just opens up a lot of possibilities yeah. in the film world and just makes it a lot easier for people to participate. I think that's awesome. Yes, actually. So it's like one of the main focuses, like in the film, smaller productions. But, you know, sometimes in the, in the filmmakers became uh, like bigger filmmakers. Yeah, well, I Many mean, yeah, yeah, I think this I mean, obviously, this would be great for any size production, like because big films, too, they want to save money, right? They want their profits up. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah but but it's I kind of def- hard to it's hard to yeah. infiltrate to bigger companies right. because you need to make someone with taking decision to yeah. make to believe that it will save them money because mm-hmm. usually they don't care about nothing nothing else right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah let's see let's see hopefully we'll yeah be there that's too. awesome very cool i think it sounds like a really cool product so when did you realize that there was a, a need for something like this? It was so obvious. Yeah. Because, okay. You have, you have, for us as a developers, it was super obvious. Yeah. Like you have, you have a long running repetitive task. Yes. When you, when you just copy paste data from one place to another. Uh-huh. So it's, it's just stupid. Why don't you yeah. <laughs> try something better? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that's a really good point of like different fields, like the movie industry pulling in someone from the outside to look at their processes because yep. when you're in it you don't notice those problems but then someone comes in and is like yes. oh no there's a way easier way to do this like i think that's yeah. really powerful yeah, and a really sure, good point sure. <laughs> yeah and we sure, definitely talked sure. to a lot of filmmakers mm-hmm. um especially you know people who worked in indies or small productions i mean like listen i do everything yeah you know uh you know a lot of producers especially wear a lot of different hats mm-hmm. um and so any way that we can make everyone's life easier yeah. um, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm agree with that. So that's why we're building the platform right. for the Muslim filmmaker to do stuff easier. And well, actually our goal to cover like all the aspects like pre-production, production, post-prod, because surprisingly we're getting a lot of interest from VFX world also, maybe okay. because they are more connected to, the technologies and yeah yeah more comfortable more, with that idea exactly mm-hmm. very cool well Ruslan, we have one more question for you before we move on to talk about our movie what advice do you have for people who are interested in getting into a profession like yours so the technology world uh, programming world anything like that Oof. i can kind of divide this question into okay. parts sure. actually yeah. first thing like technologies and the second part is like going or startup world yeah whatever so um if you're going for tech just find a really interesting topic for you as for me i think data science or machine learning is the most interesting aspects of development it's a really nicely paid profession actually it's not that depends on your math level as someone someone thinks it's more like an engineer approach to solve issues so if you like to solve puzzles just go try data data science there are a lot of uh, online courses and stuff available for everyone today and you know the popularity of uh, machine learning generation systems like dali or midjourneys gives you a chance to try it on your own kind of understand at least something how it works and then you can just dive deeper and uh, find something for you and try and it's and it's and it's all open so most of it is open source so basically you can you can try it and use it with zero money usually of course if you have enough skill yeah right talking about startup world well uh it's hard it's difficult what i've never expected when we started you always don't have enough money yeah. and it's right. it's race against the time so think about that really good if you are ready for i don't know pressure for a long yeah. time because it looks like any startup is a long time commitment at least five years yeah and no guaranteed pays back but if it will yeah good yeah <laughs> <laughs> So let's get to our featured film. Today we're discussing the 1983 horror sci-fi movie Videodrome. It is written and directed by David Cronenberg, and it stars James Woods, Debbie Harry, and Sonia Smiths. So before we get into it, Susan Q, give us a quick breakdown. Yes. What is this movie about? So uh, this movie really centers around um, a man named Max Wren. He's the president of a local cable channel in his town, um, and he's really focused on finding more like x-rated more adult programming so very graphic um dealing with a lot of themes that you don't normally see on tv especially well at least network tv and he 
is trying to get this small station to survive. But he also, this is content that he clearly likes watching. Um, and it's very controversial. He gets, he's on a talk show where people are questioning his motivations about it. But he eventually finds this program called Videodrome. Um, and Videodrome is all the programs centered around violence and uh, watching violence. And it really snowballs once he finds it. And he meets uh, radio personality Nikki Brand, who gets a relationship with, who gets tied up in Videodrome. He eventually follows it to who he thinks created it, created it or is perpetuating it. It gets very surreal. David Cronenberg, you know, he does a lot of body horror stuff, uh, but it uses a lot of practical effects, which are very cool looking. Um, and I know we'll get more into it now, but that's kind of a little setup for it. Very, Perfect. Yeah, that's great. As, as, as best as I can. But. All right. So, Ruslan, you chose Videodrome for us to watch. Why did you choose this movie? Long live the new flesh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cool by multiple reasons. First of all, it's body horror. It's made yeah. of practical effects. At the same time, it's Cronenberg because and he's a wonderful director. He did so much really wonderful movies and um, to name a few like Scanners, Video yeah. Game, mm -hmm. Existence. He's a genius. Yeah, he's like a really iconic director. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And we have not done a Cronenberg movie on this show before, so I'm glad you picked this one, especially the effects. And I know the other movie you thought about doing was The Thing, and I there's a mm -hmm. lot of similarities there in the practical effects. I think that's something with CGI has gotten lost a little bit. Um, I think, of course. Yeah, the, those practical effects really add so much, and it's so much more real. Oh, yeah. Like, it keeps the stakes really high. So I always really appreciate seeing that in a movie. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yes. Yeah, we're at the point where I think we can still tell what is yeah. CGI and what is not, and the the puppetry and the the makeup and mm -hmm. the effects and just everything is so creative, um, and it it is so scary because yeah. it looks real. You know, in this movie, as you know, essentially what happens is Max is starting to, to hallucinate, and um, part of that is driven by video drum. Well, most of it is. It's wild to watch these effects happen like when things are coming out of tvs mm -hmm. or like there's a, a part where multiple times um he like reaches into his own body to grab stuff or mm -hmm. things are being put mm -hmm. in him it's just wild uh effects yes so. yes, yes. It, it's way better than cgi on set because actors can interact with yes. right. effects it's obvious they see it for yeah. real and it definitely makes absolutely different mm -hmm. you know effect on, on them when they are on set so yeah also you mentioned the thing which is actually my favorite movie to be yeah, honest it's really good it's so and, great and, and, the, and it's the best movie ever made did you know that yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's actually factually the it best is, movie yeah i mean it is a very good we have movie. covered it on this show before yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's great this movie though it is wild mm -hmm. uh yeah. i mean it starts off pretty straightforward and just that you know this a guy's really you know trying to make his small cable thing survive. And so he sort of gets into this, uh, I don't know what the, the it's not a black market, but it, it's sort of just a, a weird yeah. thing. But then it spirals. Like it is wild. Like what Videodrome really mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. and what their plan is. Yeah. It, like the, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but the scope of it is much bigger than you originally think. Yes, it's so interesting how how it resonates with today today's world yes. because in the movie he kind of intercepts the uh, illegal TV signal yeah. with with snuff movie, mm -hmm. right? Aired aired by someone. Yep. And nowadays we have internet. Yeah. Right. 
and we are filled with snuff. You can find everything if you yeah. search good enough. So it's so wild how he kind of foresee yeah. everything. Totally. Yeah, because I mean that pirated signal is kind of similar to like now we have the dark web, right? And you can oh, like yeah. or even just like the regular internet, you can find crazy stuff. So the themes of this movie I think are pretty still really timely, really mm -hmm. universal. Just the messaging of like what is technology and our interaction with it really doing and right. how does it really affect us. So on the messengers, on the messengers you can find everything today on messengers. Yeah. I don't know maybe in the US Telegram is not so popular as mm -hmm. in Europe and our region, but you can find everything on Telegram. And yeah. I'm really I don't know how it, how is how does it feel to to work as a moderator on Telegram because some sometimes people just report channels with violence and you kind of need to look through it and take a decision should mm -hmm. we ban it or remove it it's wild and it's yeah. exactly like the main uh, character of Vietnam yeah. feels I get I yeah guess. yeah totally and the question of you know what what effect does that content have on the people who mm -hmm. watch it, you know, and how does that change your mindset? And I mean, this movie's really about control, right? It's, I mean, that's mm -hmm. what really mm -hmm. what their goal is. Um, and it's fascinating to watch. I'm curious what you guys think about the ending. So I guess we're, we're probably end up spoiling it. I mean, this yeah, movie's, it came out in 1983. So if yeah, you haven't seen it, pause, it, seen it. pause the episode, go watch it and come back. This movie's but, almost 40 years <laughs> yeah, old. So, uh, <laughs> but I, we have to talk about the ending. Yeah. So in the film, he gets mind controlled by Videodrome. Mm -hmm. How much of it is hallucination and how much of it is real is my question. <sighs> It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. I think the point is that it blurs that line so much that you as a viewer are questioning what you're watching, right? right. And you totally. don't really know where you're at. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not it's not like a film with a story anymore. It's like a I don't know, some other sort of art when you just as you mentioned, constantly asking yourself, is it is it still a plot or yeah. right? everything everything is just in his mind or What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's fascinating. Susan, you, you brought up when we were watching it is, you know, when he goes to the studio and shoots the other executives, his hand is real and the gun is real. But when at the end, it's then in the, like the, the makeup, yeah, you know, the, like where, where, where it actually like morphs. Merged with his hand. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think that might be, at least that was a clue that we thought might be what's real versus what's not real. But it's so fascinating to watch, you know, in this Videodrome versus the Flesh, right? The New Flesh yeah. is the name of the other organization mm -hmm. um, that's sort of fighting Videodrome. This movie just, you know, like all the way through it, it's pretty weird. And then in like the last half an hour, it just hits the gas. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> now this is wild. Yes. Um, yes. And I, I love David yes. Kronenberg for that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. You kind of got you know, a bit countered by the end, but then he just. Puts all guts, gore, and blood. Yeah, he yeah. Guts, got prepared in, in yeah. one scene. So beautiful. Yeah, he commits, and it's like, oh, we could pull back, but like, it's gonna be way better if we just keep going and like yes. heighten it even more. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love a movie that just really goes for it at the yeah. end, and this movie does that. Yes. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Did you have a favorite scene in the film, Ruslan? Probably the scene when he, uh, after his interaction with uh, the character of debbie harry mm -hmm. also i would like to mention that 
it's Debbie Harry. Come on, yes. it's a legend, yeah. absolutely yeah. legend, legendary uh, <laughs> lady from Blondie, the right mm-hmm. iconic new wave British yes. band, which is it's not it's not British, it's US, right? Uh, I think it's US. I think what? Blondie. Yeah, Blondie. Was, yeah. Yeah. Blondie. yeah. Blondie, which has so many beautiful songs. Yes. And Cronenberg somehow got here got her into the video drum yeah and believe me or not uh i realized that this debbie harry only maybe on third rewatch or something like that right i don't know why maybe it's because it was in absolutely different planes for right. me just a totally yeah yeah so probably my favorite scene is uh when after the intercourse with uh Debbie when he starts to kiss the television yeah the TV oh screen, yeah and, and he kind of consumes it with lips and everything mm-hmm. and then and the whole tv is pulsating and stuff and uh I don't know how to describe it it's so beautiful yeah yeah and it really I think that scene really illustrates like he's really fallen into this hallucination yeah. of videodrome yes. to the point where he's just like totally giving like giving himself over to it pretty much in that scene yeah 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 susan you have a favorite scene um i think that's a really good one i let's see i really like when we see i on a, on a practical effects level and just a story level when we see the gun yeah growing into his hand or his hand mm-hmm. growing around the gun mm-hmm. i think that's another illustration of like how much of a how much video drum has pulled him in and also just it looks cool <laughs> 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 like the way they pulled that totally. off really interesting oh totally yeah and, i mean it's it's terrifying but it it's is also, terrifying but it looks but like it looks great it's really well done because i mean i don't know if they i don't know exactly how they did it i think is why i like it because i don't know if it's stop motion they definitely kind of looks like a little yeah, bit but yeah, um it's also switch, yeah. it just i think it looked really good like the way they pulled it off yeah i think i think it was a reverse shot actually so okay that makes sense these tubes basically pulling out from the yeah. hand and then we they had to just reverse everything but okay. still 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 cool yeah that's yeah that makes sense i think it, that was really well done effects wise too yeah. oh totally yeah and i i also love the scene where like uh, he goes and he meets with his uh his employee who uh he's like who's trying to he's recruiting his his employee to help him you know, figure out mm-hmm. what video drill is, but yeah. then it's the reveal that he's part of it. And the boss walks in. Oh, it's yeah, such a good moment of like, it's such a good twist. Um, yes. Conspiracy is so good. Conspiracy. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, the fact that they're recruiting him the whole time and this is their whole plan. It's like, okay, now I get it. Right. <laughs> yes. uh, they've been in control yes. the whole time. Yeah. Who would you guys recommend watch this film? Everyone, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interested in cinema. Well, I guess everyone interested in uh, uh, 80s yeah. horror yeah. movies. But yeah. if you're really into horrors, I bet you already saw, I, I bet you already saw yeah. video drum. If not, if not, definitely do it. It's a classic. You, it's absolutely classic. If you're interested in uh, European directors also, yeah. because Kreinberg. So if you're interested in uh, psychedelic, surreal mm-hmm cinematography that's for for you mm-hmm. if you just had enough of this plastic hollywood superhero movies yeah, yeah. <laughs> go indulge yourself and try something completely different yeah perfect yeah great susan you yeah i would agree i think if you're very into movies you've probably seen this but if you haven't i think this is a pretty 
iconic, like classic mm-hmm. movie that every movie buff should see. Also, really specifically, if you're into like media theory or like you're curious about like the effect of technology on people, that's really what this movie's like central yep. theme is. Totally. So anybody in any kind of field related to that, I think, should watch it because mm-hmm. it is a really interesting take and a, like pretty timeless based on. You know, I think any theme in this movie applies to what we're going through today, too. So I also have an idea. It also describes in a really interesting way the origins of violence Mm -hmm. for human beings, especially today, is super important because it's war in the region, actually, in Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the concept of snuff videos made for money to sell real violence Mm -hmm. and it's absolutely real today so i think it's a way to research yeah this human human minds super interesting yeah i agree again again please go watch video you want you want regret it's one of the best gems in cinematography ever Yes, for sure. And I also wear the t-shirt. Yes, t-shirt, yeah, we please. have the Videodrome <laughs> shirt represented here. I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we like to finish up our show today with a game that we're calling Special Effects. In honor of Videodrome, we're going to see how well both of you know films featuring some incredible special effects. Ruslan and Susan, you're going to be playing as a team. So here are the rules. I've given each of you a list of well-known movies. You will take turns describing the movie's characters, settings, and plot to each other as quickly as you can, but you cannot use the title of the film. You'll have two minutes to get your partner to guess as many as possible. And if you get seven correct, then Ruslan will win our prize. And Susan, what's our prize? It is some Life in the Credits merchandise. So like a shirt or a mug or something like that. We'll send you something in the mail. (laughs) Nice. All right, so, uh, Rosalyn, you've chosen to go first. And remember, you can describe the movie however you want. You just can't use the name of the movie. So whenever you are ready, you're going to have two minutes between the both of you. And I will start the timer as soon as you give your first clue. Okay. The billionaire is bored to death and he don't know what to do. And he decided to have a, an, an island full of dinosaurs. Oh, Jurassic Park. Correct. <laughs> um, all right. So this is uh, I'll Be Back. Stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, the uh, tech, uh, computer system. Terminator. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Two points. Thank you. Uh, okay. The guy builds a teleport and by accident, the fly yeah. gets into the teleport and he gets blended oh. together with the insect. Just the fly? It is the yeah. fly. All right. Nice. Um, so this is... It's a in a series, but um, it stars Charlize Theron's in it. It's like a dystopian future society. She's an imperator. Um, it's, it takes place in the desert. Uh, Mad Max. Yeah. Yes. Four points. Okay. Um, the crew of the spaceship finds a really strange looking egg on some distant planet, and uh, alien. Space. Yeah. Five points. Okay. Yes. Um, oh, this movie uh, is a really classic horror movie. It takes place in the Arctic, and they find this abandoned research station, and then something begins to infect. The thing. Yeah. The thing. Six points. <laughs> okay. X disabled space marine 
get his mind into blue giant creature in oh some... avatar yeah seven <laughs> points <laughs> all right um so this is the story of some hobbits that are going on a quest um, okay, the lord of the rings yeah <laughs> eight points keep going okay classic uh japanese daikaiju movie with giant lizard and so oh, godzilla yep nine okay. points Eight right. seconds. So this is Neo finds out he's in a simulation and he Matrix. Yeah. Hey, that's two minutes. All you right. guys we did it. Did very well. You got ten correct. Nice. Uh, Good job. <laughs> so well done. That was easily won. All right, you guys know your sci-fi movies very well. <laughs> we do. Thank you. Thank you. We all <laughs> spend some time on that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, before we let you go, Rizlan, is there anything, uh, where can people go one more time to find your product? I invite um, the filmmakers to try our app, to yeah. try our platform. Just go to filmustage.com. I guess we will also add this to the description section. Yes. Yeah, sure. we'll definitely make sure they know how to get to it in the description. So I invite you to try it for yourself. Decide like... Is technology better than old school approach? Probably yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, don't hesitate to leave us comment. Don't hesitate to leave your feedback and ask questions. We are ready to answer 24-7. And uh, just to make sure you will take the positive decision to try it on your, on your own, I want to offer a 30% discount during oh, checkout. Cool. It will be called Life in the Credits 30 uh so just uh, use it during the checkout awesome well thank you thank you also you can find me on linkedin uh more than happy to connect with all the filmmakers awesome thank you excellent cool. well thank you for joining us today Ruslan. it was an absolute pleasure yeah, to this talk was really with fun. you it was really interesting thank you. too this thank is you. not an aspect i know Isn't, a ton about, so cool. thank you it was cool Yay. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Life in the Credits is hosted and produced by me, Susan Swarner. And me, Ben Bloom. It's executive produced by Michelle Levin. The music is written and performed by Steve Trowbridge. You can hear more of Steve's music at TrowbridgeSounds.com. The show logo is created by Melissa Durkin. If you'd like to support Life in the Credits and get access to exclusive perks, you can do so at Patreon.com. If you'd like to follow or get a hold of us, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Life in the Credits or shoot us an email at lifeinthecredits at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Long live the new flesh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>